Hello and welcome to Now Here's a Thing, the latest laid-back podcast crafted by me, Tracy Jones, and me, Heather Noble. Can you hear the bird song? Beautiful. Yeah. Just being mindful. Yes. Might feel that this episode sort of flows quite nicely from last week's episode. And the week has gone so quickly. It feels wow. like we've like barely five minutes. moved. Yeah. Um, I can still taste the biscuit that I ate last week <laughs> when we were recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, in, in all honesty, we're recording this a week in advance, straight after last week's podcast, in a very hot room. Yes. With some very nice biscuits. But now we've got the window open, at least, and the birds singing in the background. Vehicle reversing. Wouldn't be our podcast if there wasn't background noise. Absolutely. So, now, here's the thing. Have you heard of the shop where the currency is kindness? Ooh, no, but I want to go there. Yes. Well, I'm sure you will, because it's in Cumbria as well, so it's worth a trip. So this was an article... In positive news. Okay. Um, it's not like the week that we did this recording, I got all of my news from positive news, but sometimes you just need positivity, don't you? You do. So, this was an article from the 16th of May in positive news. And this is uh, a shop that's opened in Cumbria where they sell a variety of homewares, homewares, sorry. Candles, rugs, lamps, chairs, plants. And the goods were all donated by local businesses. And the prices are set as volunteer time at nearby charities. With the suggested number of hours on the price tag. So if I want that vase and it's got three hours on it, I go and do three hours volunteering. At one of the local charities, what a brilliant idea. Isn't it just? It's called the Kinder Shop. Now, I made a mistake when I was first reading it, the Kinder Shop, and thinking of children. Kinder? Mm. Mm. Uh, no, Kinder. Kinder, Kinder okay. Shop, okay. And it's a pop-up shop that was made possible um, with the support of Cumberland Building Society, who have got a Kinder Cumbria campaign. And the aim of their campaign is to promote kindness and understanding in the community. Isn't that lovely? I love it. So it's using an empty shop. Yeah. Local businesses donate items. People go in there and swap volunteer hours for the items that they I want. I love it. I love it. Really good, isn't it? What, um, so what, what sort of charities are, I mean, are there a number of charities that are associated? Do you choose your charity? How does it work? Yes, so um, it says here, at the heart of the kind of shop are the county's charities and community groups who depend on volunteers to operate. And there's a list of them here. Eden Valley Hospice, Anti-Racist Cumbria, Lancaster Homeless Action Service and the Cumbria Deaf Association. Okay. They all took part. So presumably you have to sort of sign up for this because otherwise how would they know that the transaction has yeah. taken place? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I... I'm guessing at this stage, people 
having the goods and then pledging their hours. So there's got to be a follow-up. You can imagine if this is going for a number of years, you could go and earn your hours and then go and buy the item. Do yeah. it that way round. Yeah. But it looks like, according to this article, that it, it's happened the other way round. Oh, my battery's low. Ah, oh. is it an iPhone? It is. Do you have a charger? Um, that's a good question. I've got a bit of a charger. A bit of a charger? Like that bit. Oh, what does that plug into? A laptop? Oh, oh yeah, you could... Is this the right... Oh, cool. Talk amongst yourselves, listener. That's what you get for recording two podcasts. That goes there. Oh, hang on. I need to get an adapter now. The world is... I don't know about you. The world is full of... Adapters that don't fit. That's an adapter that doesn't fit. Power chargers that are differently shaped. Do you not just have a plug? No, I haven't got one here. Oh, no. Can I just plug this into your... Haven't you got a USB port in your laptop? No. It's a, oh, that one has. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. So this this is my old laptop, which does have a USB. Always put it in the Every wrong way Every time. It's, it's the law. There we go. Right. Is that helping? No. That's not charging. Why not? Anything happening? No. Ah, charging now. Okay, lovely. Okay, you're just going to have to sit there with that balanced on your knee. That's all right. I just put the other one down because it was making me hot, but that's okay. We're still recording. Sorry for the short intermission whilst charging uh, podcast recording devices with our technical skills. Yeah, we got there in the end. So, I was saying that, where were we? That at this stage they were taking pledges for time yes. works, but you could do it the other way around. But in one day, they had one thousand one hundred and forty-three hours pledged to help those charities. One day, blimey! Is there a risk that they'll end up with too many hours? I suppose it depends on because the other thing. The other thing is that, depending, again, on the nature of the charity and the nature of the volunteering, might be after DBS check people. So there will be, you know, there will be some... Yeah. ...admin that needs to happen. But I suppose if it's rattling a tin in the high street, are you allowed to do that anymore? A collection tin in the high street? I think so. I don't know. So that it's could be... Time since I've yeah, done that. that could be um, a thing... So Phil Ward is the communications manager at Cumberland Building Society, one of the people who was behind the initiative. And he said, we wanted to show what a difference kindness can make in the community. And the people of Cumbria have responded magnificently. Mm, I think that sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. And uh, the charities were saying it's harder these days to find volunteers. And I can imagine that, you know. People have got less time available. I think a lot of people are finding that, you know, that the two parents perhaps working, people are working longer. So it might be a bit more of a struggle to to get the volunteers. And there's a lot of charities that need volunteers as well. So there's quite a 
a beauty parade mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. charities have to go through to mm-hmm. get the volunteers? See, the charity I'm involved with, we, we're struggling with volunteers, um, particularly volunteer drivers um, for our Dialeride um, part of the organisation. But yes, I think it's also um, a lot of people are um, volunteered out because a lot of people were doing good deeds during COVID Yeah, when they had time available. There was a big push to try, you know, all the people who volunteered for the vaccination programme rollout. Yes, absolutely. There was a big initiative to try and convert those people into volunteers. But they had burnout. But they, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting, it says here that... Um, it's actually encouraged a lot of people to volunteer for the first time. Mm. It said here that maybe people have wanted to do something to help the community, but didn't know how to do it. Mm. Or and what you could yeah, volunteer what you could do. So they said that having the kind of shop was sort of like the shop front for volunteering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally the shop front. And they could go in there and, like you said, there's driving, there's stewarding, there's meal deliveries, there's manning the tills or... or um, working in charity shops, working in the gardens of the local yeah. hospice or whatever yeah. it is. But people might have been overwhelmed with, who should I approach to do this? Do they want me? You know, yeah. Can I do this? And then, I, I guess if you've got a one-stop shop that you can go mm-hmm. to and these people, mm-hmm. you know they're looking for support, yeah. then it, it makes it easier to, yes. to get in touch, I guess. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, a, it's a genius idea. Uh, it'd be nice to think that it could be rolled out yeah. elsewhere. And, and they're starting to talk about the ripple effect that it's had. So there's a, a hair salon in Keswick, Bramble House Hair Salon. I have to give them a mention. They hosted a pay with kindness day. So if you spent 15 minutes collecting rubbish around the town centre, you could get a free haircut. Right. Brilliant. Isn't that Brilliant. nice? Yeah. 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 Really nice idea. And I think that um, all of these sorts of ideas in, in those town centres where there are empty shops and there are charities that are calling out for volunteers, it just takes an organisation like the Building Society, I guess. It, it it doesn't happen without somebody having the resources to support it, does yeah, it? Yes, because a lot of people have great ideas, but nobody has the time to implement it or manage it or... I suppose you can volunteer to manage to work in the shop, can you? Yeah, I guess you can. So um, pop-ups in Kendall as well, as um, and Dumfries in Scotland as well. So it is starting to mm. just ripple out. And uh, yeah, a lot of interest up and down the country, it says, according to this article. So I, I love that idea, yeah. the kind of shop. And there are a lot of shops that have volunteers in them and they're raising money for charities yeah this has just taken it to a whole new level yeah Yeah. a different approach where you can have goods in return for doing something yes because normally when you volunteer the only thing that you not the only thing that you get you might learn a skill you might get the satisfaction does hold your horses oh, oh because that's exactly what it was going on to Okay. So what do you get from volunteering? What's, what's in it for me? And, and a few years ago, we've both been involved, and you still are involved in several uh, voluntary organisations. And I've never been shy in saying, there has to be something in it for the volunteer. Yeah. 
you can pretend it so you could pretend that they're just doing it for some magical reason but there has always got to be something yes. in it for them it doesn't yeah. have to be something that you know like it, it's, it, it's it's not like um it doesn't negate the altruism by no, there no, being not something at all. in it well it's a double whammy because we go to work and we give our time and we get money in return a volunteer gives their time and gets no money in return so it is a double whammy but as you say there has to be so now start your list why right so so you might learn a new skill you might it might get you out of the house and you might get to meet some people you might you'll have that feeling of, 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 of you know doing good um might stop you being lonely might give you a sense of purpose might keep you out of the pub uh, might keep you fit uh, mentally and physically. Um, yeah, there are, there are lots, lots well, of different. You've reasons. almost completed the list from the citizens' advice. Okay, so they had a list saying, um, quite rightly, every volunteer gets something different from yes, their volunteering experience, the including the opportunity to. And they went yeah. through all of those things that you said. One thing that I thought you might like, given last week's topic of cultural intelligence is one of the things you could do is meet new people from a range of backgrounds yes yeah 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 lovely absolutely true so yeah citizens advice have got a a whole section on their website and they talk about what you can get from volunteering with them yeah and then there's an organization called the royal voluntary service okay okay and they they sort of bring together all opportunities for volunteering yeah. And they, they've got a list as well. So th- they say when you're given your time, skills and services, you deserve to get something back. Yeah. And that that's good to hear them saying it like that because I've been I was saying it for years to... Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, you do get something back. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. You know, we were presenting on the radio show, community radio station. We were volunteers. Yeah. We, we weren't doing that just to... At the good of our... No, we were having a good time. We yeah. were... We it was good it. for our business yeah, as well. Yeah, we were learning stuff. We were, yeah, there, there were lots of different reasons. We were having fun, gave us some focus. Um, Look, we're, we're doing podcasts now. Yeah, would we, yeah, would we have, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remind you for it. No, but would we have got to a podcast if it hadn't been for the radio? Yeah. No, probably not. And, would and we have met if it wasn't for the radio? No, probably not. No, and I think that um, sometimes... You know, the um, the volunteers, particularly the presenters, would be like, oh, I'm just doing this out of the goodness of my heart. No, you're not. No, you're not. There's you're got to be something, something else, it. whether it's a skill, friends, feeling like you're doing something good, getting out of the house, improving your confidence, or, or improving profile, your business. Profile. ego. Yeah, yeah, all of those things. Yeah. Um, but the Royal Voluntary Service also has a, a little search function. You can put your postcode in. And it says what volunteering opportunities are available. So these are only the ones that list on their website. Yes. There are other Lots, opportunities yes. available. And if you go to something like a VOW in Wrexham, which is an umbrella organisation, yeah. and what you're involved in, Heather? In Cube in Oswald Street, yes. So the we... umbrella organisations yeah. that, that yeah. coordinate this, you can go to them and they'll yeah. signpost you. Yeah. But here, I just did a search on my postcode. So there's support at home for the Good Neighbours volunteers, volunteer coordinators for Glencariog Rural Transport, volunteer driver, as you mentioned before, mm. 
um, and retail cafe volunteer. And that's just a small selection of, of what was around in my area. So what have you volunteered for over the time and what, how did you start volunteering? Why did you start volunteering? I started, the first volunteering I did, I think, in a formal capacity, uh, was as a school governor. Then I got involved in the Rotary Youth Leadership Programme, which is the residential I do for a week in August every year with a load of teenagers. Why did you get, why did you get involved in those things? Um, because I wanted, I was running my own business um, I was quite isolated. I wanted to have a sense of belonging to something else. Because when you work on your own, yes, I've got my clients, but I wanted, to, I'm used to, I'm a team worker, I like to be part of a team. Yeah. So I was looking for a team to belong to, if that makes sense. Um, and so th- that was the governor thing. The the rotary thing, that sort of, that was a conversation and, you know, I stepped forward instead of stepping back. Um, or everybody know, else stepped back exactly and left, left, left me at, yes there, exactly yeah. um and then of course cube that i'm a trustee with now but but i think one thing that people a lot of people forget is that particularly for younger people having volunteering on your cv demonstrates your ability to turn up when you're meant to turn up do what you're meant to do take direction take instruction get involved be a team player um, and it helps you to grow as an individual. Yeah. You open you know, social skills, social so skills, all yeah. of those things, which I think very often people think that volunteering is for old retired people, and it it so isn't. It so isn't. You can learn so much through that process, uh, and it looks good on your CV. Yeah. Okay. So I was in my early twenties when I first volunteered, and. I volunteered with Samaritans. Okay. So I'd had a period of counselling myself. And also, I'd had a conversation with my grandma, who many years previously had been a Samaritan volunteer. Okay. And it just, I, I just did a little bit of research. There was a, um, a branch that was, was a few streets away from where I lived. And I just inquired, like, what, what's going on here? And... And that was really about a sense of wanting to do something mm-hmm. helpful and useful, but also, I guess, a, a sense of belonging with that as well. And and I made some of the best friends mm. ever yeah. there through that. Yeah, but the skills I learned were amazing. You know, the, I can't even begin to say how how many of the skills that I learned from from doing that and 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 sort of getting involved in the leadership as well. But the range of people that I met mm. that I was volunteering with and got to meet them on, on a very deep level very quickly. Yeah. So you and do. people that you might not... you might There might be a brain surgeon who you might not ordinarily hang out with yeah. or you know, different backgrounds. And, and what and... you typically wouldn't do is you, you'd cut through the crap of the small talk so you wouldn't be talking about their brain surgery job or mm. their job as a teacher or a gardener mm. or whatever it was they were doing. And it was a real range so from... People my age and younger, so there were people who were studying at university as well, through to the retired people and everybody in between. Mm. It was an amazing branch where it was, because it was a university town, so there was Lots, that real yeah. mixture. And, yeah, I just felt that I, maybe I got my, a little bit of cultural intelligence, who yes. knows, from, yeah. from that. Yeah. 
But then the reason I went to volunteer <coughs> with the Prince's Trust, and interestingly enough, I, I had a memory on my phone that was seven years ago, yesterday, at time of recording, that I went to the Buckingham Palace. For the seven Prince's years Trust. ago? Seven years. Wow. Wow, I can't believe that. Yeah. That means we've it. known each other quite a long time. We have, haven't we? Yeah, we're still spring chickens. Yes. Well, chickens. Well, <laughs> hens. Hen, mother hens. <laughs> cluckers. Yeah, we're silly cluckers. <laughs> but I, I started volunteering with the Prince's Trust very specifically because I'd just started working for myself. So I'd left industry and I'd left that world where I had business connections and I was, you know, doing lots Networking of business stuff. And, stuff and, yeah. and I was genuinely concerned that I might just lose touch. Yeah. You know, so I, I I was running a business and I'd stepped away from it and then set up my own business. And and it was a way of keeping my foot in, and, but also connecting with lots of other different people as well. And I, I'm typically an introvert, but I think I really do need to connect with lots of other people as well. And through that, I met an awful lot of different people with different business ideas and then the other mentors as well that were were volunteering and and that was probably that's um that was a good old long stint to do mm. with the prince's trust and and just stopped doing that through lack of time because then by that point i'd volunteered for um the community radio station and also for the credit union mm-hmm. and briefly with business wales but they haven't. They didn't manage their volunteers terribly well. Makes a massive difference. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you you can't take volunteers for granted. You've got to keep them engaged. Yeah, they need to feel valued. They need to have direction. Um, managing them is different to managing people because they're there for all sorts of different reasons. Yeah. One person's reason for being there might not be somebody else's. So largely, you could say in a workplace. I mean, there are other factors, but the main thing is typically. <coughs> to get paid Mm. you strip that away and then you are just left with all the other reasons why people work aren't you yeah so I've loved volunteering but I haven't done it so I cut back my volunteering about two years ago and I think I had volunteer overwhelm Mm -hmm. so I've done it for a long time and caught no break so I had you know from there's always been something always been something or sometimes three different volunteer roles all at the same time and yeah, I just no, I actually need to stop. Mm. And it's not like a stop volunteering forever. No, just not at the moment. Yeah, just not right now. I, I mean, certainly, you know, just thinking about other things that I've done. You know, I've judged public speaking competitions. You know, voluntarily, I ran my own little public speaking group. You know, yeah, okay, I set it up, but it, I wasn't remunerated. You know, so. Yeah, sometimes I think it is just to know that you're part of something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a community, isn't it? A sense of community. Whatever that community is, yeah. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah, and if you're not sure, just just go and talk to a charity. Find out what things you might be able to do. I think you need to find a charity that interests you in some if way. If you like dogs... But you haven't got a dog, or you have got a dog. Well, there's dog shelters that need dogs yeah. walking. Yeah. If you like cats, yeah, you know, do something to help cats protection. Yeah. If you like reading, you can read for the um, what's it called? The audio library, not the R&D. talking newspapers and things yeah. like that. There's 
pretty much every type of volunteering that you could imagine is available. You just need to... And, and don't decide that, oh, you know, that charity, it will just be working in a charity shop. Because there are a million things. My mum volunteered when she retired at um, a local hospice. She worked in the laundry. They need people in the laundry. She worked in the laundry. Yeah. And a lot of workplaces now are offering volunteer days, aren't they? Yeah. So an extra day's holiday, um, sort of in, in exchange for you doing some voluntary work. Yeah, that I mean that's part of their corporate social responsibility thing, yeah. and to be able to say that they're invested in their community. Are you suggesting that's just a tick box exercise? Uh, not for, uh, for some organisations, I think it might be, but not for others. Yeah. Um, but but again, it's it's growing. It's growing, it's team building. Yeah. If you've got a group of people that go and, I don't know, decorate um, a room in a hospice or... I'll give you an example. We, we had, um, um, we, well, we shared this, it's a press release, so it, it's no secret. Our organisation had a bit of a downturn in sales at the end of the year, but long-term prospects, really good. We just knew it was a dip and... No jobs were at risk. Everything's looking really rosy. But we didn't need the workers for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So what do we do? Do we send them home to worry about whether they've got a job or not? And then we were like, you really have got a job. It's yeah. really just send them home and pay them. Yeah. You know, because we don't want them to be out of pocket. Find some work for them to do around the factory that just seems a little bit pointless. Yeah. Or what we did is we arranged um, to restore um, the rear garden of a local community building. Okay. And uh, a group of uh, our workers went, um, I think it was five or six a day, went and they, they totally restored this garden, stripped up all the, the scrub and the overgrown weeds and everything, laid down mesh, gravel and um, and then put patio furniture in there, you know, benches and yeah. tables and things. And that, to me, felt like the right thing to do because we were going to pay them anyway. And it created an opportunity for teamwork. It, it ticks a CSR box, but that yeah. wasn't the reason we did it. It no, was no. more complex no. than that. Is that. And I bet they loved it, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think we got, you know, a lot of positive team feedback on that. It's, you know, smiles from... I mean, to be fair, it was bloody freezing. It was the coldest week of that we've known for a long time. I think they started their first day and it was minus six right. that morning yeah. and they were breaking ground. Right, yeah, that they probably didn't enjoy that much. But, you know, the the um, building where they were doing the work, we a cafe there and they looked after them. So I, I really feel like it was a positive thing and it's something that we said we'll consider again. We, we occasionally have these ups and downs in the market and if it comes that there's a block like that, it's like, okay... Let's pay our, our workforce to go and do something, do something good. And then they get the sense that they have contributed. So I think it's really nice. Yeah. I think companies can potentially be a little bit more creative with that sort of thinking. Yeah, because there is a benefit. There will be a team element. Yeah. There, there is a benefit, no two ways about it. And particularly in that situation, you're going to be paying them anyway. Yeah. Why not? And you think about all the negativity that it could be if you just pay them and say, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's two weeks before Christmas, just go home and enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. Or, but will they? Are some of those people not wanting to be at home yeah. on their own? Maybe, maybe you yeah. know, they, they want yeah. to actually be connected with somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, if you're not working, you're spending more money. You're heating your home. You, you know, 
you just spend more money, don't you? Yeah, it's a good point. They actually got a, a hearty breakfast and a hearty lunch as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's valid, isn't it? It is valid. Yeah. yeah. But going back to the kinder shop, I yes, I really like that. Okay, right back to the beginning. Yes, let's have a kinder shop locally, please. Can you set that up? You'll leave it with me. I'll uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get some volunteers together to do it. <laughs> Now Here's the Thing is a Jones and Noble production brought to you every week. Well, maybe not every week, Heather. <laughs> Recorded with an iPhone, a microphone and lots of hot air.